Hi everyone, this is RBK and welcome to my podcast. This is part 2 of the Shirdi story which is continued from Shirdi story part 1 which provides the background for this incredible journey which I'm going to describe which is basically a testimony of personal faith in which the six of us three adults and three kids under 5 decided to continue on a pilgrimage with determination against all odds just a brief recap so we can pick up where i left off i had come to india from the us and i had wanted to go to shirdi to uh, pay my respects at the pilgrimage to my saint shirdi sai baba and uh, my friend malini and her husband with their two little boys were accompanying me and i had my little boy also with me so we had three kids under the age of 5 i had been responsible for the tickets and just before boarding the train to uh, on a for a journey i had been pickpocketed and lost all the tickets and all my money so instead of turning back something egged us on maybe it was the call of baba or maybe it was just i don't know just a determination we had jumped on to the train uh, onto the train without the tickets so this is where we'll pick up so here we were dazed in a packed train sitting essentially in a third class which is the lowest class in the indian railways in a compartment with hundreds of people who were sitting without like also like us without reservation huddled like cattle and they were all veteran train commuters and here we had three little boys excited about the adventure completely oblivious to the potential complications and hazards hazards involved while we three adults plotted and planned among us among ourselves about how to proceed next meanwhile my brother who had left me at the station was home telling our mother that his dear sister yours truly had hit a home run with respect to the greatest bungling possible my poor mother sat resigned and characteristically quiet was inwardly very frantic she did not have the courage to tell her quick tempered husband my dad that his us returned only daughter had boarded an indian train with her young son without tickets or money you can imagine what would have happened father would have hit the roof and there would have been serious drama with the police being involved and all that good stuff now remember these were the pre cell phone days so all six of us on a trip were truly incommunicado now that we somehow managed not to get thrown off the train at one of the little small town desolate stations that the train was stopping intermittently during the night is really no small miracle ashok our man of the hour 
in his quiet and dignified manner had explained our predicament to the ticket collector who came to check the tickets who i guess could see from our anxiety ridden faces and a pathetic yet respectable persona with three young kids who mind you could look deceptively deceptively angelic when the need arose that we were not the usual culprits telling tall tales rather we looked like clueless misfits who should not have been in that compartment in the first place so wonder of wonders he let us remain on the train convinced that we were really on a journey of faith i'm not going to go into the details about the actual train trip but thanks to the little food packets and snacks we had packed we managed to calm the kids but using the unsanitary train bathroom was just too horrific an experience yet the kindness of the fellow passengers simple town and village indians towards us was also amazing especially when they came to know our story mind you shirdi is really considered sacred and the camaraderie based on spiritualism is very very real in india anyway we reach manmad that is the station nearest to shirdi towards evening but by now our bravado was tempered by a large dose of sanity ashok the wise one used most of his money to buy new tickets for a return journey to delhi by the next available train which was coming through in a few hours obviously we had no money for an overnight hotel stay as was the original plan but we were so determined to still make it to shirdi to offer worship that we didn't give up and came up with a resourceful game plan so we realized we had 3 hours before the train to delhi was to arrive and we had just enough money to hire a cab to go uh, to go to go and come back from shirdi you see shirdi was an hour away from the station the train didn't go all the way to the uh, town of shirdi i don't remember all the details because it has been years but i do remember that we targeted 1 hour for going to shirdi an hour for coming back and an hour to face the worshiping throngs mind you there are hundreds of people who have the same idea to go to shirdi get in lines offer prayer to sai baba with the kids do a quick turn around and take the same taxi back to the small station where our train was expected to arrive and you know what incredibly we achieved it all what is incredible in this story is the amazing inexplicable cooperation we got at every level we really believe it was sai baba helping us in his inscrutable manner with every major challenge somehow things kept on working our way after a hair ra- hair raising cab ride on poorly lit and uneven rural highway roads if you can even call them that we reach shirdi just in time for the main evening prayer 
And that's a huge deal because the evening prayer is a big deal. There were huge crowds, but somehow we were able to perform worship and have all our kids blessed by the priest, even though we could not really make our way to the front due to the human wall of the devotees ahead of us. Yet, some all, all of us were able to get a viewing or darshan, which is the Hindi term for viewing of God, of the saints, deity, and receive prashad, which is normally something edible, which is offered to the deity, thus made sacred, and then it is distribu- distributed to the worshippers. Now remember, both prashad and darshan are the two critical components of a pilgrimage, which is an intrinsic part of the Hindu culture. And no pilgrimage is really complete without viewing of the deity. Additionally, I had brought with me my favorite food that I had given up eating all these years during difficult times, vowing that I would not eat it till I had it consecrated at Shirdi. Well, you know what? That was done too. The priest offered it to the deity and I happily got it back to restart eating it. Actually, within extreme time constraints, remarkably, we completed all that we had planned to do and hurried back outside the temple to catch our cab driver, whom we had entrusted with a luggage. Now, mind you, this is another miracle. By the grace of Baba, the cab driver turned out to be a safe and empathetic individual. Had he decided to go rogue and vanish with our luggage, we would have been truly doomed. So by the same cab, we rushed back to the Manmad station and caught the train just in time, reaching Delhi next day at dawn, exhausted, starving, cold, and yet safe and supremely content in complete awe of Baba's blessings, which were clearly evident in each event that occurred. This second Shirdi trip was an incredible life experience and reaffirmed even more our lifelong faith in the saint who we believe embodies the higher force. I have personally had other incredible events happen in my own life that really can't be explained, but have repeatedly proved to me a very analytical person, a very analytical person by instinct and training that having a faith in higher force, however embodied, it is critical to a meaningful life. In fact, so strong was our faith in Sai Baba that we accepted all the challenges that came our way as tests and continued with unswerving belief that they would all be resolved by him and they were at every step. It is also said that if Sai Baba doesn't want you to visit, then he won't allow you to come to Shirdi regardless of whatever you may do. While, on the other hand, if he wants you to visit him in Shirdi, he will make sure you do so regardless of your greatest resistance. 
events will just arrange themselves to make it happen i feel that all that happened on this incredible journey was a test of our resolve i would have been devastated if um, this incredible journey had not taken place and i had not been able to get his viewing perhaps he took pity who knows however this accepting of challenges in one stride on such a journey is not just unique to us but but almost every hindu as the pilgrimage tradition is very deeply embedded in the hindu mindset as evidence from the many pilgrim sites all over the subcontinent so on this note i will end by saying by by paying my respects to sai baba and saying om sai ram